0: Okay, Inappropriate Earl is back. We're cranking him out. This episode is a very special episode because I've told a story about how I met this man many times on the Comedy Store uh, grounds. Uh, a lot of people want to know how I got on the cartoon The Jellies, seeing that I'm, uh, let's just say, of a lighter skin tone than most on the show. One night during Roast Battle... I saw a skinny black kid sitting next to Jamar by the Negro Wave, which is what they were called. They were like the hype crew of Roast Battle. And I thought this skinny black kid was just friends with Jamar Neighbors who's in the wave. So I was going pretty hard on the guy. I'm an 80s metalhead, so I don't know current artists. And after the show that night, I saw this kid and his crew – Talking to Gerard Carmichael. I thought, oh, they're friends with Gerard. Maybe I should apologize to them. So I walked up to them. I went up to the kid. I said, hey, man, I'm sorry. They tell me to act wacky like Archie Bunker and throw out some racial zingers. And he looked at me and said, my, you, my. And I jokingly said, can I call you that? And my guest on the couch looked at me and said, no, please welcome the co-creator of the jellies, Mr. Lionel Boyce. That's yes, I. <laughs> Is that an accurate description of how we met?
1: Yeah, that was, it was funny because that was Tyler that, that the, all that happened to I was there, but that was uh, Tyler. <laughs> but yes.
0: I remember uh, either you have a lookalike in the camp. Uh, But when I jokingly said, can I call you that word, which I never would, yeah, Uh, I recall you just looking at me going, no.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, That that sounds about right, that part.
0: And then uh, that was the start of our lovely relationship. Yeah. Um, On, you know, people, the number one question I get is, how do you guys come up with the storylines on the jellies? Because it's a, it's a wacky show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess it kind of is. Um, it's it's interesting. It's it's kind of like a train of thought, just like the dumbest ideas we could think of, kind of in a way. It's it usually the room usually happens from like Tyler being in there. He'll throw out just whatever's going on in his mind, like just the most absurd shit, and then we spend some time trying to figure out how to make sense of what he just said. Like three points that have no correlation to one another and would just connect the dots somehow. I'm like, okay, this seems like enough of a storyline to make this make sense and watchable. But yeah. And the first season I often
0: tell people was on the phone app. I mean, there's technically been three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How did it go from uh, the the phone app to adult swim?
1: Yeah. So from, so they had like did this app with um, this company, well rock and, uh, yeah, we had it on there for like, we did like, well, I forget, like five or six episodes or something like that. And it was, there was really just me and him just literally writing everything. And then we put, we finished that, put that out. And I ran into one of the guys from Adult Swim, this guy, Cam, at a, I think it was at a party or something. And then we hadn't spoke since we worked on the last show together, Lord of Squad, which was a few years before that. And um, we, he was just like, you should just come in for like a catch-up meeting or whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm down. And so we go over there, start talking about just different things, shooting the shit. And then uh, I mentioned to him, me and Tyler were doing this cartoon. And him and his partner, Walter, uh, they were like, oh, like describe like what is the cartoon or whatever. So I start telling them about it a bit. And they're like, oh, that sounds like it's right up our alley. Like, can we see some episodes? So I send them a couple of episodes. They love it. Um, we, Me and Tyler go in for another meeting. And really talk about the show with them. And then that's when we decided we want to make the character black. Like, do different changes there. And then they were like, yeah, we love it. Like, let's do it. So, yeah. It's kind of a path to least resistance. Because the original uh, Cornell was originally white. Yeah. And Tyler just was like, oh, why don't we should just make him black. It was no rhyme or reason. Like, deep thought behind it. More than just like, oh, it would be cool just to see someone that looks like us.
0: And, uh... How did you go about casting the other uh, characters on the show? Because like, there's Phil Lamar, who is like, yeah, the Wayne Gretzky of uh, yeah. the voice actors.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny enough too. With, with that was um, so for the for the kids' voice, we knew it was the most important voice, and I think we got very far and deep into the process in the first season for Adult Swim before we even found the voice. It was like had casting directors trying to find it. We was like, I think we put out like a casting call on Twitter. We was just really trying to like find the voice because we it was very particular. We knew, we didn't know exactly what we wanted, but we knew what we didn't want. So we was listening to, a, I don't know how many, like thousands of voices probably. And I don't know, we was trying to figure out who could we, who's someone that's like tight, that's done voices that we could get. And so I don't remember how we landed on Phil Lamar, but his name came up. And then it was funny enough, when we reached out, his agent said, funny enough, because he actually did an audition for it. And for some reason, we never, I don't know, that must have just got lost in the mix. We never heard it. But we were like, oh, shit, like, we would love to have him. So he did a couple samples, and we was like, yeah, this, like let's, let's just bring him in and, like, fine tune it and find the voice. And that's how that came to be. And the other voices was kind of like, just, we were looking for just unique, different voices. And I remember, Tyler, when, when we saw you that night at the comedy store, Tyler was like, man he would be sick voice for like the for the dad's character so he like like the moment you started talking he just knew like this is the voice we need and i think we got doc willis over there too cuz i don't I, th- I wasn't there that day when tyler heard him too and he told me like oh you got to hear this guy's voice it's just like just so unique <laughs> we need to use his voice in the cartoon too
0: oh doc is the best cuz yeah. uh you know the job he had at the comedy stores is probably the most menial i guess uh you know being the car guy yeah you know you're just treated kind of like a slave like move this car yeah this big comics car he has to have this spot so he can leave when he wants to and it's just it's a horrible job and uh a lot of people made fun of him and you know just because he's kind of quiet and uh it was great to see him
1: uh yeah and that i don't even know how he totally even heard his like you said that like it's just interesting, like, how that even aligned for him to hear his voice and be like, yeah, we need you to do the voice on the show.
0: Now, uh, the second most asked question I get is, uh, will there be a season three? I mean, how, when,
1: do you wait for Adult Swim to contact you, or do you say, hey, we have scripts? Yeah, we just wait for Adult Swim. They, you know, they get back to us when they do. It's just always just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we wait to hear from them. Hopefully, I'm I'm just as in the dark as you guys, and I, Oh, there's another season, so we'll see how this goes.
0: I mean, the feedback, and I rarely go online to look at reviews, but uh, I didn't see very many bad uh, reviews. People yeah. seem
1: it was cool, like yeah, people seem to like this season more than the first season too, which is a good sign. Because, and I think there was in part to us like fine tuning it, like just learning how to like punch it up and add more of our like sensibilities and humors and shit into it. opposed to like the first season because i don't know you know like we just kind of dive in head first and just learn as we go (laughs) and we didn't know what the fuck we were doing in the first season and we still didn't know second season but we kind of had more of an understanding than the first season and it was just i don't know it's something like i'm just happy the way it turned out
0: Uh, did you guys have a little bit more leeway since you had the loiter squad already
1: uh yeah and those swims cool though they're like more like lenient to like They're more of, like, creative. They, like, let you... They understand that your your ideas are going to be, like, out there. And they, like... They're really good at helping you take it out and, like, pushing it even further and just, like, to the limits of as far as you can stretch this idea. And they're, like, very, like, kind of hands-off in that sense where they're not, like, oh, this why doesn't this make sense or whatever. They're just, like, if you guys are good with it and you guys feel, like, comfortable with the way it's turned out, then yeah.
0: Well, I would imagine uh, knowing that Tyler is... um he's not uh your typical artist uh you know his albums are uh interesting uh yeah. from all angles that they know what they're getting with him like it's not yeah. going to be just a you know straight cartoon yeah
1: and we we grew up watching Adult Swim too so it's like we're a product of what we're making in in a sense it was like that's what we gravitated towards like I remember like from when Adult Swim started with like home movies and like all those shows back in the day I've like watched it all the way through so it's it's just like in your like in the blood, kind of. Just like this is the type of stuff I like anyway. So,
0: and and uh, like on this season, there was some live, uh, oh, like yeah, not animation, but live, like, oh, like live action. Yeah. What What was that inspired by cartoons you would seen in the past?
1: Oh well, so that episode kind of, it was just funny how that one came to be because in in the writing room we would th- we had like. I don't know. We had like a lot of like episode ideas. We had like maybe like 50 episode ideas and then we narrowed it down to like 10 or 15 or whatever. And then like that one episode, we had this one episode idea that didn't really pan out. It sounded good in theory. And then when we wrote the script and like started the process, we was like, Oh, this is kind of not really a good idea. This didn't turn out like the way we did. It was just, it was a dud. And we How just, do you
0: know it's a dud? Like, do you just have a feeling, like, halfway through? Like, oh, it's... it's well, up.
1: yeah, so, I mean, we we, you, we wrote the script, and it, it was funny. It seemed funny in the script, and we started the process of animating it, and we got, like, the first cut of the animatic, which was, like, the step before it's fully animated, just, like, the storyboard drawings. That's usually where you get, like, where you have the most freedom to, like, mold the episode, like, add scenes, like, add shots and do all that stuff. And when we was watching the animatic, we all kind of had the same feeling of just kind of like, yeah, this is not really working out. Like, I don't know. It's just like a gut feeling. Just like this doesn't seem like as funny as we thought it would be. So we we were trying to figure out how can we because, and you know, animation is kind of expensive. So we were just like, <laughs> no joke. Yeah. We were just like, all right. So, I mean, what, how can we like fix like this episode without like. Starting from scratch or whatever. So then we were just like, what if we just f- turn this episode idea into like a, a movie trailer within the same episode and then just like make a bunch of like other short random like skits that we could put on the TV. And then we were just like, all right, we could, what if we make it like just add like to sub, like to like balance without having to add too much animation? We can just do like some skits. Right. And then you just balance it out, throw some skits. A, a couple of animated segments and just make it like the family's watching tv to keep it in a static environment where it's not adding too many scenes just to like fix the workload on the amount of time we had and like just without throwing any like the schedule a lot too far off and so that's kind of how the episode came to be
0: <laughs> good because like uh what's the because so many people ask me questions and uh i'm like oh gee i don't know how they do it uh like someone like say, a Hugh Moore or a Carl Jones, yeah, uh, who were two of the great writers, uh, yeah, th- do they come to you with an idea like hey, like the the stripper episode, uh, and then mm. do you guys sit down with them, and like how long does it take to point from that moment to uh the end of an episode, like is it like weeks,
1: yeah, and so like a fully animated episode, it takes about like six months to, like, fully, like, to do the whole thing from... Yeah, so the the writing process, we, we would write the script first, and then, like... You and Tyler. Well, no, with with the writing room. This, uh... We had a writing room of... It was, uh... Hugh Carl, uh, my friend Bryant, Cam's guy, uh, Clayton English, uh, J.D. Samuels, uh, Jasper, me and Tyler. I think... I'm trying... There might be a couple other people I'm forgetting. I hope not. But, um we we were all um uh, my friend cam and we we will all be in a uh a, a room or whatever and we just put like all the characters and everything up on the walls and just see like what we have all these characters how can we expand the world within these characters who looks interesting who looks like we, it'd be funny to follow them for an episode but, like what would be it so it centered around them or whatever and so we kind of just that's kind of where we started and then just t- like you know, talking and telling stories within the room, episodes kind of come together in that way. So I, I don't remember who came up with uh, the who came up with the notion of the strip idea. It might some might have been thrown out there. Might have been actually Carl's uh, writing partner, this guy Brian Nash, as well. He was in. There. I think he might have said something that like started the snowball for like for that episode, and we just thought it'd be interesting to see Barry just like start at a place and just like. Just turn into like this fucking asshole, and it was like inspired by like I, Tanya, like them because we w- uh, watched the movie, the um Tanya Harding story, or whatever her mom's kind of character. we like, we just thought it'd be funny if, like, what if this, what if KY, the daughter, was just the best stripper in the world? So, you, like, you know, like the family usually looks at something like that as like taboo or whatever. But if if they're if a child is really good at something, do you just support them? And then you just, I don't know, it just kind of like snowballed from there.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I see a lot of TV shows where, uh, you know, you think at first, you know, Barry Jelly would be horrified of his daughter being a stripper, but, like, these dance mom shows. Yeah. Like, oh, we can make money off this.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, exploit like, because everyone, like, I, I think that came from the, the the notion we were talking about, like, talent trumps everything. Right. Whereas, like, you will forgive anyone anything if, like, they're extremely talented at at a thing, and it kind of came from that idea, and, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have jokes in my stand-up, you know, talking about OJ and, like, you know, I don't know if you believe he killed mm-hmm. two people. I mean, you know, he kind of gets a pass because, oh, well, he was a great football player.
1: <laughs> yeah, he uses one get-out-of-jail-free card, and then he went to jail after using this get-out-of-jail-free card.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, so, uh, now what, uh, how did you and Tyler come to become, like, how did you guys
1: meet? Um... I went to me and Tyler went to a school together, like senior year of high school, and I think we met and like we had a class together, and we just like had same sensibilities and like same like humor, similar sense of humor, really. And we were just joking and stuff, and then we just became good friends from there. And then we were always just like you know, just someone you're on the same page. You know, you have your friend, you guys just oh sure, always just throw bounce I like jokes back and forth and stuff. And so then when the opportunity came to do a show like which was Lord of Squad, like we graduated high school and um, I believe like Nick Weidenfeld might have hit him up. Nick Weidenfeld was an exec who worked at Adult Swim at the time and like went to one of his shows or something and told him he was a big fan and then told him he worked at Adult Swim. And I was like, oh, I love Adult Swim. And it was like, oh, we should like maybe like do a show together or something. And so it kind of came from there. Then he had the opportunity to do a sketch show and he'd like asked me to do it with him and like be him a Jasper taco. Like our friends that we all had like the same sense of humor kind of, and we came together that kind of started the relationship of us just working together. Cause we were, Oh, it's just fun to work with your friends. And we always, we, we do it all the time. Still to this day, you're just one of us to say something, which is like have us ping back and forth off. We'll make like a whole idea, like a movie, like taking a joke way too far and just stretching it. So, we just are always constantly thinking in that way.
0: And that gets me to my next question. Like some of the, uh, you know, storylines on the Jellies was, you know, pretty wacky and involved celebrities. Uh, yeah. Did you guys ever, like DJ Khaled and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, episodes where he was like somewhat made fun of that. Mm-hmm. his people? Or does he reach out to you guys and go, hey, what's up? Like,
1: um, No one's reached out to us yet or I don't I don't yeah Every, I think everyone's cool with it I think it's also under like that idea of like it's a cartoon you know people just get like oh that's funny you don't look at it like taking it a personal jab at someone well I mean Kanye did that one time <laughs> in South Park but other than that people are usually like oh yeah that's funny
0: I mean I've often thought of the Jellies specifically as like almost like a black South Park with the irreverence and just the kind of you. we're gonna i oh, gonna yeah. do what we want to do on this cartoon. If you yeah. like it, great. If not, I mean, was South Park ever like not not role models, but like, uh...
1: oh, 100, percent like yeah, South Park, uh, Family Guy, like all the these like shows that we like grew up watching and like you love for like those reasons of like them t- like not being afraid to take stabs at people like Boondocks. Like that's why we were so hyped to work with Carl because he like knows better than anyone with Boondocks like just taking stabs at anyone and anything. And yeah, the, the it's just fun, just. It's like our take on, like, pop culture. is just things you see and how you feel about things. And just it's everyone's, like, so ridiculous and over the top. It just, I don't know. It's just funny to poke holes at them.
0: Well, it's such a family uh, vibe on the Jellies. Uh, like, it was so fun to, like, just please and thank you. And, like, it was, like, you wanted to do the best you could for you guys.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Well, just because you guys, everyone got treated so well. Uh, you know i've been on shows where that's not the case necessarily all the time and you're like okay i'll just do what i'm supposed to and and leave yeah well uh, that's,
1: that's just weird like everyone's like when pe- i always get like when people treat people like the, like that it's just like their own inside like problems and issues and it's just like weird it's like we're, we're normal it's just a, another job it's just hanging out it, you don't need to it's people who take themselves way too serious and they create these environments that's not like fun or safe and you it doesn't help anyone to make people feel uncomfortable. Like, you don't want people. No one wants. If someone's worried about losing their job or being fired, then they're not going to do the best that they can. And it's just like, I'm no better than you just because I'm like the creator of the show is just a job. It's not anything more than that well i
0: i often tell people like tyler walks into a room and this guy's one of the biggest stars in the world i mean he's on billboards he's like yeah he's on every uh form of social media and and television but you he walks into a room and like he's just quiet and says please and thank you and like you're like wow i want to work hard for this guy and lionel and patty and and kelly and like it's like the best. I hope the show goes on forever. Just because. Yeah, that would be tight. I mean, it would be tight. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I just said it would be tight. But because like the lawyer squad could have gone on and you guys just seem to be like, nah, we've like, why? Wh- I mean,
1: why did it stop? Because it was successful. Yeah, I think that was just, um, I don't know, you know, like adults when they, they I think they were just like, uh, you know, like let's try something else. Let's just like evolve, like, go on to the next thing kind of and we're just like all right yeah let's like try something else and then you just like move on kind of i don't know i you know the networks have their own reasonings for why they like stop shows more, like more than i don't know i mean i kind
0: of thought it was like a baller move by you guys I mean, eh, we have a successful show We're just gonna move on do something else
1: yeah i mean the thing is yeah it's you can't run forever so i guess it it I don't know. I never. We, I think the thing is, we never like thought too deeply into it, and it was just kind of like when it's like, let's try something else. We're like, yeah, let's let's try it. And now thinking back, it's like, yeah, I, you wouldn't want to revisit. Like, I wouldn't want to go back and make more of the Lord. Like, let's get like that show because we did it now.
0: Right and now. uh comic-con was just last weekend mm-hmm. uh was there ever any because i get this question a lot uh why weren't the jellies at comic-con
1: uh w- adults, i don't know they 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 run things like in in i don't know you know like i think it's because they have so many shows right and they like it's like a rotation like when these shows are about to come back on the air for the new season you know i think it's like all on the marketing side i don't really know like they I don't know how networks truly run, so
0: I don't think I I do either. I mean, it's it's it is crazy how a network can help or hurt a show, but Adult Swim seems to really uh, be behind the jellies. Uh, yeah. So
1: yeah, they gave us billboards and stuff. Yeah, it's uh,
0: pretty neat to see the billboards. Yeah. But I'm such an idiot. Like I saw the billboards and I saw all these awards. Like oh yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I might get an Emmy. Like. <laughs> I was, like, really excited, and then my girlfriend was like, dude, re- read the reviews. And I'm like,
1: oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, whose idea was that? Because I thought it was pretty funny.
1: I think it was, like, um, both me and Tyler. I think Tyler, yeah, I think Tyler was just, like, um, we had, like, these fake things. Because I was like, we should look, like, a prestige, like, it'd be funny to make it seem prestigious. That he can't be, like, that threw him to, like, oh, like, we'll make a bunch of fake awards all over it. I just thought that was funny because it's the one thing that will make you stop and double take, like especially out here, because you see that on so many like random shitty indie movies like they'll have like 15 of those like little the feathers makes everything look important. Oh, yeah. It worked on me. I'm like, oh, my
0: God, this is amazing. We could be in an awards ceremony. Yeah, that would be tight. <laughs> but yes, yeah. it would be tight. Uh, but I, you see it all the time, like on a TV show where it's a new show and and they're like, this is the best new show of the fall season. It's like, well, it's September 2nd. Like, yeah. there is no fall season.
1: Yeah, and it's like, who who said that? There's never a real source, I feel like. I feel like all those are made up anyway. Yeah, they just probably like some are. Some guy.
0: Uh, now, what's next for uh, you and Tyler, the creator? Do you go off and do, your, like, he's doing his m- music, uh, mm-hmm. his album, Igor, is, just, I think, still number one or? I don't know. Um, it's I don't look at the charts. Yeah. But it's pretty high up there. Uh, it's on billboards. Oh, it's so, and uh, he's in that wig. And, yeah. Uh, it's a very disturbing uh, uh, billboard. Oh, yeah. uh, do, when he's off doing uh, that, do you still help him creatively? Or do you do your own thing?
1: I think, uh, well, a little bit both. Like, so right now, me and him, we have a, uh, like a, a deal over at Sony, like on the TV side. So that's kind of cool they give us like a little office on the lot and shit. And they um, just like develop, come up with ideas or whatever. And like bring up through like the Sony system. So we're like, we work on stuff together on that side. And then like I work on stuff on my own as well. So it's a a mixture of both. Like there's a show like I'm doing that's not with him. That's on Viceland right now called Jasper and Arrow's first time. It's my friend Jasper who's on Lord of Squad with us. And he does a couple of voices on, on the jellies and, it's him and uh, my other friend Arrow. is just like them, just trying shit for the first time. It was it, you, it was originally called like white people shit, but we didn't like the name, so we just changed it. It's just shit that it's really just shit niggas don't do. Well, oh, yeah. You,
0: you've now become the fifth person on this podcast to say uh, the n word. Uh, it's Who all it? it's all good.
1: Who was the first?
0: First one was a white comic, and after uh, the episode, he says, "Hey, you're gonna edit that out, right?" I'm like, "Nope." You said it, you deal with it. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember when Tyler asked me, you know, when he told me a little bit about the cartoon, he's like, are you comfortable working with a, a pretty much an all African-American cast, at least of the regular? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I play basketball. I know, <laughs> I know what's going on. And he's like, well, would you say the N-word on camera? Uh, I'm like, yeah. And he yeah. just kind of looked at me like, what the fuck? Uh, but... Uh, it's been a labor of love the jellies so here's to many more seasons yes. and uh like when you work on your own what's the creative difference like between your writing process with tyler who's your best friend and you mm-hmm. guys are locked in versus you know like the sony projects where you might be in the room with a writer that you might not necessarily know or have that same kind of mental yeah. kinship with
1: Uh, I well, yeah, it's easier, harder. It's it's not that it's harder. It's just like diff. It's different more than harder. Like yeah, with um, with Tyler, yeah, you just it's just I guess that that's it's more reassuring because you have an idea and it's just like okay, he if he you trust something so much, it's it's kind of like like you lean on him. Like if if I say this and he likes it, too, it's like, all right, I'm not the only one. Right. Like we both think that, and since we think so similarly, I think that if I say something, he's like kind of like nah. Now I'm just like yeah, okay. If I, I was kind of on the fence about it, but uh, I think it's just when when I'm by myself, it's just more of a longer process because it takes me. I feel like it just takes me a longer time to sit down and focus because I find any excuse to not sit down and write. Like I'll just start playing chess. I do literally anything but write, so it's just a longer process. But it's fun, too, because it's just letting, it's like a train of thought, just letting your own, trusting your own mind just to go, let it go wherever it's going to go.
0: Like, did you have any uh, writing or comic influences, well, you know, other than cartoons? Did you watch certain TV shows? Yeah,
1: I mean, I grew up, like, watching TV and movies and everything. I like, Chappelle show I, like, love. One of my favorites, uh, I used to love In Living Color. Oh, yeah. Um, I go down to, like, The Office. Curb Me Enthusiasm was a really that's one of my favorite shows too um I used to love Will Ferrell um yeah I could it's like the list could keep going on but yeah like definitely it was both a, um live action and animated King of the Hill is also another cartoon I, I used to hate when I was a kid because I thought it was so ugly but as you get older you realize it's just for adults and it's probably one of the funniest cartoons
0: oh absolutely i mean i was a beavis and butthead guy but uh yeah you know uh, yeah that's a good one too i mean you know that was like uh like how the jellies makes fun of 90s hip-hop artists like beavis and butthead was like making fun of the bands that i like like the 80s metal bands and uh Mm -hmm. so uh and mike judge is just like
1: yeah he he's died too
0: and he's just so like he's at the comedy store a lot and He's just he's like Tyler. Like he's like, Well, this guy is one of the animation gods. Mm-hmm. And he's just you don't know what he does. He's just normal looking white guy.
1: Yeah, I know. That's that's the cool thing about him. I always think about it like, it's like when people can like do like those kinds of things and just look like normal. I always think about like James Cameron like that. Like I remember I, I didn't know what he looked like for a long time and I Googled him and I was like, he just looks like a white guy. Like yeah. he can he he made two of the highest grossing movies of all time and he can walk down the street and just be a random ass dude, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, he looks like a like a college uh, teacher, yeah. Uh, and this guy's probably the most powerful guy in Hollywood, and yeah. uh,
1: he, he just he, looks so normal.
0: Well, that's like when I was making fun of Tyler that night, it, he was just so unassuming and just yeah. like s- some, he looks like it's just an audience member, uh, you know, <laughs> just and, some guy, it, yeah. But look how, like, it and it goes to show you that's why you should be nice to everyone because you don't know who. I, you know you should be nice to everyone just
1: to be nice but
0: like especially in our business like you know on the surface it's just some kid in crowd you know uh so what uh other types of creative outlets do you you write a lot but like do you have hobbies because people want to know the minds behind the jellies what they do when they're not doing like hollywood stuff do you
1: like basketball or I, I was playing basketball. I was playing it. I played basketball sometimes. I was playing in some adult league that I someone hit me up because they needed an extra guy. And then, I don't know, I I ended up on the team somehow. You're I, a big dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, for recreational, ba- or like, you know, yeah. you're like, what, about 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, yeah, like 6'3". And like, probably 240-ish. Yeah, like more. Like, probably 250, 260. I mean. Yeah, I know it's. But um, I don't know. Uh, what, do I, what else do? Like, I
0: play hockey just to, like, I have to be around non-comics uh, and uh, actors just for, like, one or two hours uh, a week. I just play hockey where everyone in this league I play in. Uh, they work at Walmart and, uh, you know, cards. Tight. Yeah, it's great to not be around anyone in the business just for a couple hours. Yeah. Do you do stuff like that, like chess or something? I play
1: a lot of chess but on my phone. I play probably way too much chess. I think I'm obsessed with it. I used to play when I was a kid, and, like, my dad taught me how to play, and then, like, when I was, like, nine, and then he used to beat me. He never played me again. So I feel like I've been training myself to play him again but he does he I feel like he's never going to play me again cuz he just wants to hold that over me but um what else I I don't know I ride bikes I don't I just do whatever just normal shit cuz you're a young dude like yeah I mean I don't know I just hang out it's like yeah I just I don't really know what the fuck I do just mostly hanging out I don't do anything I just watch movies and hang out
0: like what kind of movies uh, like like what's the last movie you've seen
1: I saw Tarantino's movie yesterday uh, uh the once uh, upon a time in Hollywood I hear it's great yeah, it was cool. I, I, you didn't I, love it. I didn't love it, no. No, I thought it, it was cool. It was um. It had so, it had like some tight scenes. To me, it had like some good scenes, but overall as a movie, I was just like, that was all right. It. I don't hate it. It's just like not my favorite movie by him. What is your favorite Tarantino movie? Kill Bill and Death Proof. And Death Proof. Yes, I know it's a random one. It's it's not. It's kind of like. Kind of bad on purpose, but I think it's just tight. I really like this one scene in it that's like one of my favorite scenes of any of his movies. It's just like the part where um, the car, where uh, Kurt Russell, and he's in his car, he goes in a head-on collision with a car full of girls and just, like replays it four times, showing how each girl in the car died. Um, and I, I don't know, I just really like the stuntman Mike character. But uh, those two are like probably my favorite. And my least favorite is Jackie Brown and this one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But and that's what, just me. What about Django? Is that fall in the middle? I like I think Django's good. I like Django. I think um yeah. It's up there. It's like up there on the higher side of the list.
0: Uh do you have any other uh favorite filmmakers you like to uh see their movies?
1: Yeah, I like Yorgos Lanthimos. The dude did uh The Lobster and The Favourite. I like his shit. Um Who else do I like? I like David Fincher. I don't know. I I, I was just, who else do I like? David Fincher, probably.
0: Those are pretty good. uh, That's enough.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Now,
0: do you ever, uh, like, it's hard for me to watch stand-up because I never want to take someone's idea, uh, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, Do you ever, like, is Hollywood ruined for you? Like, when you go to a movie or you watch another cartoon because then you're like, oh, I. I should do something like that. Like uh, not
1: necessarily take an idea, but like, yeah. uh, no. Cause I think that all artists just stealing shit and just, I think it's just stealing <laughs> shit and making it your own. Cause I think that there's like, I mean, there's no or such thing as really original idea. Like everyone's influenced by things. So it's it, like, if you, if you're not watching and taking anything, you can't be influenced by anything. Like I won't, I think it's just a matter of developing like your own taste. And it's just like you just, you steal from different shit and put your own perspective on it. Right. So you like, that's why I just like watching everything. You just like, we had a uh, like an episode of like a lot of stuff in the jellies is comes from us like reference points of like videos on the internet, like YouTube and shit, like just videos we've seen. And you just take it and remake it and put your spin on it. Like there's like, in so many of the episodes, I could just point out so many things that came, what came from which videos, and, like, that's, like, a large portion of the writing room is us just watching videos and showing, like, the writers, like, just, like, different, like, shit that we, like, think is hilarious on YouTube.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of funny videos on uh, YouTube. Uh, there was one uh, my girlfriend showed me this morning of a little eight-year-old girl farting. Oh, and, uh it was the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. It was just she it was farted, grown like man fart or something. It was a pretty big fart, and uh, she tried to cover it up by saying there was a ghost in the room, and oh. it, it wasn't. It was really she was embarrassed and she farted, and uh, yeah. So, uh, well, uh, Lionel, I can't thank you enough. Uh, oh, thank you. I mean, it's I, I owe you a lot. Uh, you, oh, you, you owe
1: know. me nothing. We are equals.
0: No, we are not equals. But it, I'm. You are proof that uh, and Tyler good things happen to good people. Uh do you have anything people can be on the lookout for in the next couple of weeks, couple of months, any uh shows coming out?
1: Um I mean I think the one right now is just Jasper Nero's first time on Viceland. And where out. is that? What day is that on? Tuesdays at 10:30. 10:30 so, p.m., not a.m.
0: And uh you know, so season 3 of the jellies, who knows? Yeah,
1: hopefully you guys adult. just hit adult swim up non-stop and just tell them demand it but that's how it
0: works yeah like yeah. you know if the fans uh reach out and and i, I mean that's just how uh everything you know they, and adult Swim's a very fan based i think network like the popular shows have like you know like you're sitting next to a doll of berry jelly yeah i mean uh a fan made that doll i it had to be painstaking to make it because it's Yeah, that's
1: a lot of attention, detail and time.
0: It's what so uh you know, I'll have her a uh, tweet to Adult Swim and uh where can people find you on social
1: media? Um the mustache man on Twitter and the mustache man on Instagram, DA. I don't know why I made it a long time ago and I tried to change it, but someone else stole my name, so it was too late. So yeah, there's got to be
0: uh, a lot of Lionel voices out there.
1: Yeah, I didn't think there there's there's none. There's one There's the one on Instagram is some random Asian man and I I feel like that's not his name. And then the one on Twitter made it like after, like a few years a couple years ago, so I was too late. to when I decided to change my name, so that's what I'm stuck with.
0: Now one last question on The jellies. And like yeah. I said it was a wacky show in terms of ideas and content. Was there ever any ideas that were brought up for a uh, episode where it's like, oh, that's too crazy? Hmm.
1: No, actually. I feel <laughs> like everything we, we tried to make or... There's stuff that gets turned down by legal that, like, in episodes, but... Like what?
0: Like making fun of a particular uh, celebrity or...
1: I think it's just, like, they... The thing is, the cool thing about animation is that you can get away with more than you do with, like, live action. I think the only thing that they're just adamant about is you can't show shit on TV. And I don't know why it's, like, such a hard, like, a thing. But I'm trying, like, it's just more situations. It's like, oh, you could do this. You just can't have this. Like, you can't have someone in a tree smoking crack. Just, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's... I'm trying to think there's been any episode that got, like, turned down.
0: Like, if, uh, and, and language-wise, you know, the show's pretty free. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, are there any uh, restrictions on uh, certain words oh, or yeah. phrases?
1: We, yeah, you, you, so we we get, like, five N-words an episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, hard N-word, not, yeah. like, the GGA. Like, no, but, no,
1: no, GGA. Like, they're just saying, like, just in general, you, you can say it, like, five times an episode, and then you get, like, I forget how many shits you can't say fuck you get shits and goddams like you get a certain amount of those per episode and yeah those i think that's the only real like like uh restrictions on that side didn't the uh doc
0: say fuck once and they they barely bleeped it i mean like you could say it but you just
1: yeah you could just have to bleep and i mean it's just only when it's airing on tv because we like, leave, we leave it and leave it in because like online and if you buy it and stuff, you can get the uncensored version and it's just... Oh, you can buy it online? Like on Am- It's on Amazon, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, where else could like... It
0: shows yeah. you why I'm, where I'm at and you're where you're at. well uh, Outside of Adult Swim, because that was the only, not complaint, but like... Uh,
1: yeah, the only thing is, yeah, you can either watch it on Adult Swim, but the thing is now it's free on Adult Swim's website now. Right. So, so it's free on there or you can just buy it on Amazon. Too, if you, but yeah, I think that that's or t- Apple TV, whatever you use, whatever you. Whatever it's on Apple Hulu, use, right? Or, or no, we we're trying to like convince them to put it on Hulu too, because I think that if we, if we got in front of a people on Hulu, it would like really like take off.
0: Yeah, let's make that happen.
1: Yeah, we got to figure that out.
0: Not we, you have to figure okay, it you're out. right. I got to figure that out. Come on, Lionel. you're in charge of my career right now.
1: Yeah, you you got a point there.
0: Well, no, I'm being honest. Like, you know, yeah. Tyler's got the number 1 album in the country. Uh, Earl don't have that. Earl has Berry Jelly and uh Yeah. Yeah, that's so about gotta, it.
1: We, yeah, we got to make Berry Jelly the number 1 album in, in in America.
0: Well, you know, maybe Tyler I usually don't ask for gigs on live on the, but maybe he needs a deep baritone like chris D'Elia was on M&M's. Yeah. Uh album. you know. I got the pipes. <laughs> Let's work on that. Yeah. Uh, Lionel Boyce is uh, an amazingly talented uh, producer, co-creator of the Jellies, uh, so please support him, and uh, he's good to me, so you guys be good to him, and uh, watch the Jellies on Adult
1: Swim, it's free, but some people don't get Adult Swim, I don't know, like, yeah, in other countries, some countries, they would be like, oh yeah, we don't get it and I I don't know. that That's on the Adult Swim. That's like whatever they did with those countries.
0: So, you me. know, if you ask enough, maybe next year will be a Comic-Con. Uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, thank you to Lionel and Tyler, the creator. They've been very good to me. And uh, this has been another episode of Inappropriate Earl. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't do Apple, which I don't know who doesn't, where do you buy your music from,
1: Lionel? Apple. I mean, yeah. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. unless you have Android, then there's no reason to use Apple.
0: Right. Then and, you, I guess uh, listen on SoundCloud. But uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, thank you again, Lionel, for doing this. Oh, uh, thank you. I know you're a busy guy.
1: I don't know. I don't be doing shit. And <laughs>
0: we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.